Shalom to all! Today we're going to learn the very last Mishnah Masechus Meister Shani and the very first Mishnah Masechus Chala. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lilo Nishmas, Maris, Miriam, Sarabas, Rabiakov, Misha, Hernish, Shalmash, and Avonalio, and Bischos, Rochabas, Varigedol, and Daniel Yezra, and Spire Rochel, they should be Gabesh, Vazar, Shakayama, but Karav Mamish. And Mishnah Tesvav tells us, Yochanan Kain Gadol, Hevir, Hidoyos, Hamaiser. Yochanan, who was a Kain Gadol, he was a Kain Gadol after Shimon Hatzadik was. He removed this whole concept of Vidu HaMaiser, which means that Yechanan Kain Gadol said that no one's allowed to say Vidu HaMaiser anymore. Now, why is that? So for this, we need a little bit of a history lesson. When Ezra HaSeifer went up to Eretz Yisrael to begin rebuilding the second base of Mikdash, he asked Am Yisrael to come with him. And who wouldn't want to come with him to rebuild the second base of Mikdash? Now, a little bit surprising, at first, only a trickle of people went, and there wasn't any Levium among them. And because of that, Ezra canast them that they don't get Maiserishan anymore, and Maiserishan is going to be given to Kaihanim and not to Levium. Yechen Kain Gadol was Mavatal Vidoy Meiser. That's because, as we learned, Vidoy Meiser includes the words, Begam Nesativ Levi, and also, I gave my Meiserishan to the Levi. Well, that's not true anymore because Meiserishan wasn't given to Levium, so therefore, no one was able to say Vidoy Meiseris. And now, once we're on the topic of Yechen Kain Gadol, the Mishnah continues, Afhu Bitel Es Hamaurim Ves Hanaikfim. He also was Mavatal, he put a stop to the Ma'ayurim and to the Naikfim. So what were the Ma'ayurim? So there used to be Leviim that when they were standing to say Shira in the Beis HaMikdash, they would say the following Pasuk, Ura Lama Sishan, wake up, why do you sleep? And it seems to be that they were telling Hashem to wake up, but we know that Hashem doesn't sleep. So this is an inappropriate Pasuk to say. Now what the Pasuk is referring to is when it's really difficult and challenging for Am Yisrael, and it seems to be that Hashem is sleeping Kaviyachal. It seems to be that Hashem is not taking care of Am Yisrael. So that's when we would say the Pasuk of Ura Lama Sishan, However, when we have the base of Mikdash and we're bringing Karbanas daily and the Levim are standing and they're saying Shira every single day, that's definitely not Hashem sleeping. Hashem is definitely awake then. So there's no reason to be saying this Pasuk. And that's why Yechen and Kaingad will put a stop to it. And what were the Naikvim? So when a calf was being brought as a Karban, they would strike it on its head, blood would trickle into its eyes, and then it would be much easier to subdue and shecht. Now he was mevatal this practice because it looked like they were inflicting a mum on it. And we know that an animal that has a mum isn't allowed to be brought as a carbon, so he put a stop to these naikvim also. Furthermore, Ba'ad Yamav, up until his days, Hayapatish Makab Yerushalayim, the hammer would be striking in Yerushalayim. Now, this refers to the hammer of coppersmiths and ironsmiths who used to work on Chalamaid, which means that before Yechrin Kangadol came around, people were working on Chalamaid. And the reason why that's technically permitted according to Halacha is because something which is a Dover Ha'aved, something which is going to cause a loss for a person, is allowed to be done on Chalamaid. But the problem was is that every Everyone started working on Chalamaid, and it became a terrible zilzal, a terrible degradation to Yontif and to Chalamaid. So therefore, Yechon and Kohen Gadol put a stop to all of that. And lastly, Ubiyamav in his days, Ain Adam al a person didn't need to ask about Demai. Now we already know what Demai is. Demai is produce from an Amaaretz. It's a suffix. We don't know if the proper mices were taken off. And up until Yechon and Kohen Gadol, no one would buy produce from an Amaaretz. That's because they would need to separate all the mices, and they would have to give them away. And it was too much of a strain on them, it was too much of a balagan, and therefore no one bothered buying produce from an Amaaretz. But Yochanan Kangadu was mevatal that. And how was he mevatal that? He said that if you buy a demai from an Amaaretz, the only thing you need to physically separate is Maeser Shani, and you take that up to Yerushalayim, and Trumas Maeser needs to be separated and given to a Kain. 
Besides for that, you can keep everything for yourself. Oh, we already spoke about this at length in previous Masechdas. We had said that the only thing that needs to happen to the Maeser Rishon is he has to be Kaira shame. All he has to do is say, this is Maeser Rishon, but he's allowed to eat that Maeser Rishon himself. And the same thing with the Maeser Ani. No one can actually take it away from him. And since Yechen Kangalo made it very easy for people to purchase Demai, that's why in his days, people didn't need to ask, is this Demai? They didn't really care if they were purchasing it from an Ama Aretz, so then they would just take off the Meiser Shani and the Trumas Meiser, as we said, and it was much easier for them. With this, we finished the Masechta. Mazel Tov for finishing Masechta's Meiser Shani. Just like we were Zechah to finish this Masechta together, we should be Zechah to finish all of Shisha Seder Mishnah together. And now moving on to Masechta's Chala. Now, as we all know, when we say Chala in Mishnayas or Chala in Gemara, it's not talking about the delicious fluffy bread that we eat on Shabbos. Yes, we call that Chala, but over here in the Mishnah and Gemara, Chala is referring to the mitzvah of Chala. What is the mitzvah of Chala? So the Pasuk tells us that when you come into Eretz Yisrael, Reishis Arisai Seichem, Chala Tarimu Truma, that from the first part of your dough, you have to separate a portion and give that away, and that's called Chala. So the mitzvah of Chala is taking a portion off of a dough and giving it to a kayin. Now, it's important to note that the mitzvah da'iraisa of chala is only in Eretz Yisrael and not in Chutzl Aretz, and also only when the majority of Am Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael. And so that means that for all intents and purposes, nowadays, the mitzvah of chala is only derabanan. Now, there is a minimum shear, a minimum size that the dough needs to be in order to be chayv in chala. And the amount of flour that it needs is five quarter calves, or another way to say that is a full kav and a quarter of flour is mechaiv a dough in chala. How much is five quarters of a kav? Well, that's opening up the whole Pandora's box, which is the machlekes of shiurim. How much is revias? How much is a beitzah? How much is a kazayas? And we're not going to get into that now. But let's jump right into the Mishnah so we can get a little bit more of a knowledge about this wonderful mitzvah. Mishnah Aleph tells us, There's five different things or five different grains that would be chayav and chala if you make a dough out of them. Number one, hachitim, wheat, vahasa'irim and barley, vahakusmin and spelt, vishibailas shual and oats, vashifain and rai. And these are known as the chameshas minei dagon, the five types of grain. The Mishnah clarifies, hare elu chayavin b'chala, if a dough is made out of one of these, it's chayavin b'chala, umit starfin zeim zeh, and they combine with each other. Even if the whole dough is not made out of wheat, but it's made out of wheat and something else, it's okay, as long as we have the proper shear, it's chayavin b'chala. Now, it's important to note that we're not just allowed to mix any of these two. We can't just mix wheat and barley or spelt and oats and say, oh, it's chayv and chala. It has to be min b'minoi. There's different families of grains. So wheat and spelt are part of the same family. So if you have a mix of two types that are part of the same family, so then that would be chayv and chala. Now, once we're talking about the chameshas minei dagon, we're going to learn a few more halachas as well. All these types of grain are usher because of chadash before Pesach, and they're usher to cut before the Omer. Now we know that the carbon Omer was brought on the second day of Pesach. The carbon Omer was a mincha from barley. Now up until the Omer was brought, all the grain that grew that previous year is called chadash, and it's not allowed to be eaten. And this concept of chadash applies even nowadays. So what the Mishnah just told us is that these five types of grain have an isra of chadash on them, they're not allowed to be eaten before the Omer, and they're not allowed to even be cut before the Omer is brought. However, the Mishnah continues, Vim hishrishu as long as they took root before the Omer was brought, ha'omer matiron, so then, once the Omer is brought, then it matters them. Even though they weren't fully developed, they didn't fully grow, they took root before the Omer is brought, and that's okay. 
Vimlav, but if they didn't even take root before then, Asurin then this grain is going to be Asur until the next year's carbon Omer is brought. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bez and Gimel, continuing to talk about these five types of grain. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.